Hey everyone, this is Tiffany. And this is Leah. And, and we're, we're in the Observation Bubble. Welcome everybody to the Observation Bubble. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm Leah, and here's Tiffany too. Look at you taking charge. I don't like it. I like it. Legend, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tim Curry, Sarah, Sarah Bueller's, Bueller's girlfriend, Mia Sarah. I think we're saying the same thing. Yes. <laughs> and then a bunch of other great quality actors whose names I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, whose names escape us? The Doctor from Star Trek Voyager. Let's just say that. He escapes me. <laughs> he played, um, apparently her name was Meg Muckle, Muckle something. The, old the Swamp Monster. Swamp Goblin. Yeah. yeah, Swamp Goblin. There we go. Meg Mucklebones. She was quite bony. Quite mucky as well. Yeah. She was also played by a man who went on to play in Star Trek Voyager, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Fun trivia. So, today, we're talking about Legend from 1985, rated PG. It is an hour and 34 minutes. It's only rated PG? Yeah. I know. (laughs) I am am equally as dubious. Yeah, it seems a little dark. Yeah. And a little much for just a PG rating. Well, I mean, PG's just parental guidance, and if the parents think that their guidance includes letting these letting children watch this movie untethered, that's their choice. Because mm. that that is their guidance as a parental. Yeah. Like, at least, I would say at least, like, you gotta be at least seven. Oh, for sure. I feel like... I think PG-13 is too harsh. It is. The, but the seven-year-olds in my life, I'm not sure. I don't think it would be too scary for them, especially considering not to sound old um, or to sound like a previous generation. <laughs> but these video games they play and the things they say on they see on TV, I feel like this wouldn't scare this, yeah. them that much. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be too, too far of a stretch. It probably would have scared me as a kid. Cool. Anyway, legend. It is classified as adventure. Fantasy. Romance. Hmm. Eh. A young man must stop the Lord of Darkness from destroying daylight and marrying the woman he loves. So simply put, it has a six and a half star rating out of ten. Alright. I think hearing just like the Lord of Darkness. Yes. Um, that does sound <laughs> dark. Uh-huh. Um, I would not be expecting uh, a full on like ten foot three foot horned behooved red guy yeah i don't think i'd be expecting that okay but i he has the cute little ears do you notice his little ears <laughs> under his horns like i saw it looked like a notch and i was like oh you know he's got a notch in his little muscleiness his get up under his horns like i thought it was just like no neck kind of muscle kind of thing yeah but no that little notch is his cute little ears under his horns big old devil guy with his little ears <laughs> He, he's so big and bad, but he's got his little tiny ti- ears. I love his little yeah. ears. Like little elfin ears. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Excellent point, Titney. Oh, why, thank you. Titney. Titney, yep. Titney, you're on top of things today. Why, thank you, Alila. <laughs> Let's get off of that. Um, <laughs> okay, so we, we start off the movie with some scrolling text. Which basically talks about... There cannot be light without dark. Letting us know that the, the balance has to be maintained. Mm-hmm. And all this. And then we open into darkness. Um, <laughs> yes. Darkness under a black light. Yeah. And uh, we see... Kind of... You don't get, like, the full effect. 
Mm-mm. of the Lord of Darkness here. Because um, no, he's sitting, first yeah. of all. You do see them doing some, like... Um, Pretty gnarly some, things. Some devilly things. Yeah. Some kind of things you'd think they'd be doing down in the hellscape. There's a dude just chopping. Mm. He is just literally chopping on another person. Never getting anywhere. <laughs> just chopping at his midsection. Chop, chop, chop. And the guy, like, does a crunch every time. Like, ah! <laughs> a non-audible crunch. Yes. No, not not like a crunch. Like an exercise crunch. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's, what I'm saying. Like but, he's lifting up off the table. No, but he's not even going, ah! That's what I mean. Like, oh, he wasn't? I thought he was screaming. I thought I heard screaming. I mean, I could be lying. You might not be lying. You might just not be remembering. I also might be misremembering. But, like, either way, the dude, he's getting chopped. He's chopped on. I was going to say chopped up, but that's inaccurate as well. The dude's getting chopped on. Getting chopped on. Chopped. Chopped at. Chopped. Yes. That's what we'll call that. Because they're not getting anywhere with their chopping. No. This is a very poor butcher. Mm. Anyway. What is a very dull blade? Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess... Is the torture thing? We're going really far on this. Um, yeah. I wonder so how many kinda... how many cracked ribs that dude has. Oh man, hopefully that was like a Nerf sword or something. <laughs> Shit. Um, so we kind of pan out, and we see for the first time our Lord of Darkness. Mm. He's kind of sitting there in his chair, lamenting. Yes. About his darkness, <laughs> and he's Tim Curry, you know, in all his Tim Curry glory. You, you gotta love Tim Curry. Correct. Um, he's got some serious, like, Cardi B-style nails on mm. that are, it looks like they're under a black light, like you said. Yeah, I mean. Because they are bright yellow. Yeah, both neon. his both his nails and his eyeballs. His eyeballs. Yeah, so, yes. like, the contacts that they had him in and his nails are both UV positive. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> I mean. Um, <laughs> is that what it's called? I guess we can, we can go with that. That sounds... <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, his head goblin comes in, um, Blix, and, um, everyone is, like, their faces are, like, wet. Everybody's, like, wet and gooey. Goblins are, like, slimy in this world. So, and then, uh, Lord of Darkness, Tim Curry, says, we have to find and destroy this force and this, this creature. Mm. And what it, what it basically is, is unicorns. Yeah. Gotta find the unicorns. Gotta find the unicorns and destroy them because the unicorns are symbols of light and love. And destroy their horns, in particular. Mm. Unicorn horns. Unihorns. And all I wrote after that was with innocence. 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 Inno. Innocence. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what attracts the unicorns. And then we meet our our main female character. She's just kind of flitting through the woods. Yeah, she's just gallivanting. A, that's an excellent word for what she's doing. But she's having a grand old time, just breaking into people's houses and eating me- their pastries. Up their, yeah, messing up their laundry. And they said, "Oh, the fairies!" And I was like, "No, it's this little girl right here." Yeah, traipsing around. I made a note of uh, that there was a cool clock in this yeah. house that she just walked in into on her own. It was a you know, it a reminds girl me like a skeleton. It kind of reminds me of your all's clock. Yeah. The silver one. Mm-hmm. Especially whenever it gets all, like, spooky and, like, cold and shit. <laughs> yeah, we like cuckoo clocks. Mm-hmm. Lily says she's going to the woods. And at some point, the goblins have, like, decided to follow Lily. Mm-hmm. I guess they just stumbled upon her in the woods as she was gallivanting. It just all of a sudden they're there doing creepy rhymes about things. Yeah. Like, I, I was really trying to think about... Where it is that the goblins do come into play, but yeah, just all I mean, of a sudden they're there. 
Yeah, because she was getting all freaked out and stuff because they were kind of making noises whenever she's yelling for Chuck. Jack. Jack. Jack, our main male protagonist, yeah. played by one Tom Cruise. And then all of a sudden there's a pig face goblin. I wrote that down, pig face guy. Yeah. Because um, all of a sudden we went from one goblin to like, you see two, and then it kept growing. <laughs> kept getting more. There's like a, a bucket head guy that shows up. and Yeah, who doesn't last long? No. Of all the minion-y type of goblins that they have out there, he doesn't last long. Yeah. So Jack shows, she's calling, Jack! Jack! Which, by the way, yeah. how is that... How is that a way to get somebody's attention? In a big-ass forest? Yeah. A big old forest, and yet here you are just standing in the middle of the woods, looking up, your neck looking like a giraffe. Be- <laughs> Did you notice how long her neck is? I Especially, like, in that? I certainly didn't. I'm jealous. But she's just, like, looking up and going, Jack! And then he just, like, drops down out of the trees. Yeah. Giving me Peter Pan Tarzan vibes. Yes. And then suddenly Lily's face is covered in glitter. Yeah. Glitter is, like, a big thing in this movie universe world. They were not caring about the environment back in 1985 whenever they made this movie. I feel like I'm, while I'm watching it, I feel like I'm choking on glitter the whole time. Like, what was the glitter budget here? Everybody is a colon in this movie. <laughs> what? Everybody is a colon, they sparkle. Oh, a colon. I thought you said colon. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? No. Okay, a sparkly twilight vampire. Anyway, there's a shit ton of glitter in here. <laughs> shit ton. Nah. But yeah, everybody's like a twilight vampire in here, just sparkle sparkling. <sighs> Jack has now joined Lily, and they're traipsing through the forest, and he has something special to show her. Yeah, something rare. So they <laughs> go to like this little clearing. And just wait. Like mm-hmm. Jack, Jack, I guess, can sense they're coming. Yeah, well, because he's a forest child. Like a feral child. I mean, yeah. Like Tarzan. Yeah, I mean, they said that he... Mm, well, hold on. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Are you? Yeah. I, did they mention it, like, in the, the scrolly script in the very beginning? I feel like I knew it before I saw him. That he was a child of the forest and had a special kinship with animals. I don't know. I only read it to you. I didn't... I didn't take it in. You did. I, I do appreciate you reading it to mm-hmm. me, though. That was great. Um, anyway, so he knows something's coming, and he's brought Lily to see. Blindfolded her. Y- yeah. Oh, and we should mention this now. They're off to this clearing, and he blindfolded her. She's like, don't you trust me, Jack? And he's like, of course I trust you, Lily. And, and then blindfolds, blindfolds her. Yes! But, like, it should be, like, don't you trust him, Lily? He's blindfolding you to surprise you. It's fun. It's it's silly and flirty and just go along with it. Right. I mean, because at the time, she doesn't know that he's taking her to see unicorns. No she one just doesn't know. We haven't mentioned that yet. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he blindfolds her for the special rare unicorn sighting. I'm sorry. That just went off the charts. <laughs> So yeah, he, they, they trust each other, apparently, and they're going to this, and they go to this clearing, and he takes her blindfold off, and oh, in gallop these beautiful unicorns, these rarest of creatures, and the, the pig-faced goblin says, calls them ugly one-horned mules. Yeah. Like, this is what we're here for? These things? Yeah. And apparently they hold a lot of magic and... In their horns. Yes. And they poop rainbows and cotton, <laughs> fart cotton candy bubbles uh-huh. and stuff bubbles clouds yeah um and little little lily she gets a little eager about seeing the unicorns and decides to well jack tells her as long as they roam the earth evil can never kill the pure of heart yeah and she's like i want to touch one <laughs> oh, yeah so she 
She stretched her own little self, you know, right up to mm-hmm. the male unicorn. Yeah. You find out. Yes. Stretch herself on up to little little dude, dudicorn. Dudicorn. And they have this little moment where she reaches out and she touches him right on the nose. And he lets her. He seems, yeah. He seems to let her. Yeah. I mean, apparently she's innocent and... That's unic- like an all unicorn lore is that innocence, yeah. so, they present themselves to them and... So her being innocent and the unicorn being a unicorn and being drawn to innocence. They had their nice little bonding moment there. Yeah. So before she went and ruined everything, because she is a ruiner, yeah. um, I want to say that they that she and Jack were talking about, oh, she said, Jack, can you speak with them? Because apparently Jack can speak Talk with to animals. other animals. We don't really see this, except well, for one time he's holding a fox. Yeah, he's holding a fox. She's like holding a bird and... Whistling to it. Yeah. I, I guess that's his way of... Or their way of communicating with the animals. Yeah. So she's like, can you can you speak their language? And he says, unicorns speak only love and laughter. Meanwhile, there is a recording of humpback whales playing. So they speak whale. Yeah. Legitimate. It's yeah, a recording of humpback whales. It is. I, I looked it up. It's on the IMB trivia. Therefore, it is always true. <laughs> but Lily's a ruiner. And she touches this unicorn. And like all hell breaks loose. Mm. Jack is like, Lily, no, how could you? And he bolts he like leaves her like, yeah so much betrayed. for that trust yeah. yeah and then the goblin shoots at the unicorn the male duty corn so here's my thing i in my notes i said that the goblin missed his shot did he because there's a whole chase they're chasing the the duty corn no no he totally hit it okay see i was also taking notes and i think yeah. this is why i watch movies twice so I think he just like subdued the unicorn, like maybe yeah. hit it with a dart or something. Yeah, like a blow dart yeah. to where after so long, you know, yeah, a little unicorn runs out of juice, has to take a little break. Lily hunts down Jack and finds him and he tells her that she's risked her immortal soul by touching the unicorn. And Lily says, oh, I'm so sorry, but I don't think she was really sorry. No, I don't think that she fully understood what she had done. No, she, I mean, she came to realize later on, but at this yeah, point. Yeah, but at that, at that point in time, She no. just knew that Jack was mad at her and the unicorn had been shot at and now, I guess, goblins were running after it. She's like, oh, shit, my bad. Yeah. But it didn't feel sincere. No, and it, this is also a weird part in the movie because something, like, dramatic just happened and then they're off just traipsing in the woods again. Yeah, and then, like, dramatic things are still happening. Like, there's some funky sky shit going on. Mm-hmm. The goblins are still after the dudicorn. That they're all completely oblivious to. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jack and Lily are, like, up a tree or something or <laughs> on a ledge and... Uh, looking over a waterfall or yeah, something. Yeah, she's like, here, I have this ring. It could be our wedding ring. And he's like, oh, I don't even remember what his response was. Well, because she says <laughs> uh, she needs to... Do a challenge for her suitor. Yes. And so she takes her ring off and then throws it. Tosses it away. Yeah. And says, whoever retrieves this ring or finds this ring, I'll marry him. And so Jack immediately jumps off the ledge and she's like, oh, Jack! I was like, bitch, why? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go for it. Ma'am, why are you surprised you just set this challenge and then said, oh, this could be our wedding ring, but anybody who finds this ring, I'm going to marry. And then the dude who obviously wants to marry you immediately leaps after the ring. And why are you so surprised? Right. Why are you going to act surprised whenever this is the dude who you're walking into the woods yelling, Chuck, Chuck, into the tree limbs for? Yeah. And you're just sitting here talking about marriage to him. And then you're like, but here, whoever gets this, I'm going to marry. I'm going to throw it over here. Don't go get it now. Mm. Maybe come back later. What? Right. I don't know what she expected. 
So then the goblins are still after the unicorn and they kind of catch up with them and there's like a petal storm. Where <laughs> the fucking petals come from? I don't know. There's all of a sudden know. there's like pink petals everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And um, Jack is has jumped into the water after Lily's ring. Lily's still screaming on the ledge. He gets under the water and suddenly it turns to ice and he's like trapped under there. Uh-huh. And it starts raining and Lily freaks out and kind of runs off. It's like she's screaming Jack for a while, then it starts to rain, and then it starts to turn to snow, and this is all while Jack is underwater. And it's like it's too much for her to take, and she just... She bolts. Yeah. And then the goblins get to... they The unicorn has, like, laid under a tree, like, I don't know, tuckered out. I don't know if something they shot him with got to him. They get there, and in a very dramatic way, cut off his unicorn horn. Mm-hmm. His it's like unicorn. beheaded. Yeah. It was like a beheading, only It a... really was. And then the, 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 the unicorn Be-horning? is just... Yeah. That's, that's like exactly what it was. That's the most distinct <laughs> term for it. Uh, uh, be horning. They did a, de- a, a be horning. <laughs> In my notes, I wrote, the goblin is a dick. Cuts off the unicorn horn. And it's like, I guess that's their life force as well. Yeah, it's like their source of magic. Yeah. You know, because then the goblin's like walking around and just like shooting stuff with He's the unicorn He's using it like horn. a magic wand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this is, I didn't know this about unicorn lore. Because, I mean, you're not supposed to take their horns. Mm. I, I know that think. about unicorn lore. But I feel like that's pretty pertinent to all creatures. Yeah. Not to. Don't take their magic shit. Whether it be a unicorn horn or like. Elephant tusk. Elephant tusk. Rhino tusks. Walrus their tusk. lives. Narwhal horns. I, I, I bet a bit. I, <laughs> I dare a bitch mm. try to take a narwhal horn. They are the unicorns of the sea. They are bad ass. Yep. But leave them alone. I don't actually dare you. Stay away from the narwhals. Anyway, Lily's run, running through the forest. It's snowing. Very believable snow. She gets back to her friend from the beginning's house. And, Nell? Yes, Nell. Mm-hmm. And helped herself to some Limbus bread cookies or something. And uh, everything is frozen. Including Nell. Nell. Nell and what looks like maybe a man back here. I, I, it kind of looked like. It kind of looked like a baby too. Yes. Because there was a like a, a baby crib in the window. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, I couldn't really Nell's tell. family, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't really tell if the baby was in the crib. Yeah. Anyhow. So They're all frozen. <clears throat> Nell's whole family. They're all frozen. Like, I guess they're following Lily. Mm-hmm. I don't know why at this point, unless they're trying to find the other unicorn, maybe. But why would they follow her to find the other unicorn? I don't know. Because they have to kill the other unicorn? I mean, unless they're just well, trying to... they don't to... know that yet. They haven't been told that yeah. yet. Unless they're just trying to, like, follow innocence to bring down to... The Lord of Darkness. Okay, so Blix, the main goblin, who has a wet face, talks in rhymes... Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Like creepy, creepy rhymes. And the one in the frozen house as they follow Lily into Nell's house even and run amuck. They do. Which, hold on. <laughs> before we get to, you know, before we get to the, uh, it's while they're running amuck in the house. Okay. And they just like, all of the food that's on the table, they like get down and eat it and stuff. And there's like mm-hmm. soup and stuff. Why isn't the soup frozen? Look at you. The people are frozen. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the soup? Is it goblin magic? They don't seem to have magic. It's in the unicorn horn. Because all of a sudden Blix makes fire and all this stuff and starts exploding shit. That's part of the running amok. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. They were totally eating frozen liquid soup. I don't know. 
One of Blix's creepy little rhymes is, Mortal world turned to ice, here be goblin paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Pigface guy says, So she, about, about Lily, says, She's so sweet I could eat her brains like jam. Yeah. Buckethead said it. It was Buckethead. Either way, somebody said, She's so sweet I could eat her brains like jam. Yeah. And I was just a... I mean, that's just like a, a weird, a weird thing. Like, what initially makes you think that somebody is so sweet that you want to eat their brains? Yeah. Are are you assuming that because they are a sweet person and let's 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 be real here. Was she Lily really? is not that sweet. She started out the movie messing with the late messing with Nell's laundry, going in and stealing her limbus bread or her cookies or whatever. But but I mean they had that relationship though. Yes, and then she selfishly touched the unicorn. I mean, but she, she didn't know. Re- Jack told her not to. Jack said, Lily, no, just like that. And did she listen? No. So Lily's watching them run amok down here in Nell's house and um, saying, oh, what have I done? I'll make it right. And it's like yeah, her, her own internal woes being if you spoken. hadn't done it in the first place, mm-hmm. just because you see a pretty majestic animal doesn't mean you have to touch it. Nope. Keep your hands to yourself. Word. Or Jack. Keep your hands <laughs> to Jack even. Yeah, I don't think he would mind. It didn't seem like it. So, they're wandering around through this winter wonderland. Jack has finally made it... I mean, okay. Jack made it out of the frozen lake a while ago and wandered around. And he, around. like, punched his way out of, yeah. like, four-inch thick ice. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Did, like, a roundhouse kick to the ice and got out. Uh, So, he's wandering around the winter wonderland yelling for Lily, looking for her. And all of a sudden, there's a Tinkerbell mm-hmm. just floating around him. And elves. One named... Gump. Honeythorn Gump. But he's, uh, he's an elf. And now they're like, why have you done this? Why has this happened? You upset the order of the universe. Yeah, once they discover that he did this for love and not just for, like, I wanna touch it. They're more understanding. Like, Yeah, then all of a sudden they're, like, toasting with some wine. Yeah. Like, taking shots. Like, I'll... elderberry wine? Yeah. And then I wrote, why are there bubbles everywhere? That's one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> One of my notes is I don't understand the bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Nope. It's like there's been snow swirling the whole time, but anytime they're having like a fairy folk meeting, yeah, there's bubbles. Like uh, like like straight out of a bubble machine. Snow happens in real life. Rain happens in real life. Ice happens in real life. Yeah. You know what doesn't happen naturally? Bubbles. Bubbles. No. Um they happen when you're doing dishes. Yeah. And like suds and soap. Mm. It wasn't nobody doing dishes. No. Maybe like on the surface of water sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they don't just float up into the air like that. Wherever you are listening to this, if there are just random, random ass bouts of bubbles just floating around in the air, please contact us at theobservationbubble at gmail.com and let us know. Send us pictures. Send us video. We want to see the bubbles. Yeah. Thank you so much. Anyway. Like, but what are those things? Not, not like a bubble spring. Maybe a bubble spring. Bubble spring? Yeah. I mean, if there's ever, like, a bubble spring. If there's a bubble spring out there, let us know. I would love to partake I in the bubble springs. I want to see the bubbles. <laughs> but not in this moment, because it made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just, like, random fairy magic making the scene more lighthearted. I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, I bubbles would make me feel more lighthearted, honestly. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, uh, Jack and the fairy folk... The elves and we have two other guys with us. We have Screwball and Brown Brown Jack. 
Brown Tom. Brown Tom. Are they elves as well? I don't know if they're elves. They look like gnomes or... Yes, <laughs> they look like gnomes. Yeah. They're fairy folk. We're just going to call them fairy folk. Okay. Okay. This little band of fairy folk and Jack, um, they go back and find the unicorn's body and he's just kind of laying there. And then all of a sudden, here's the other unicorn. And it made me so sad because it went up to is what we find out is the male unicorn. The dudicorn. Dudicorn. This is the ladycorn. The ladycorn walks up to the dudicorn. And she's like kneeling down and like so sad. And it yeah. made me sad because like she's all alone in the world now. And there won't be another unicorn because mm-hmm. the ladycorn can't make a unicorn without the, dead of the dudicorn. Yeah. Jack goes up to the, the lady corn and he's crying and he's crying glitter. And it looks like the unicorn who it's just making me so sad. This whole scene. Um, it seems like, Oh, she's forgiven Jack. Cause there's very like triumphant music playing in the background. Yeah. So it seems like she's kind of forgiven Jack, mm-hmm. but he goes back to the fairy folk and they say, you know, or he tells them oh, we're cursed now. We're cursed to remain in the darkness. Uh, unless we get, I swear they say the word alicorn. I'm going to look it, that up. Yeah. Oh, a Latin word for the horn of a unicorn. Okay, cool. Alicorn is the horn. That's what they need to get back. Hmm. Um, so they say, we need a champion who's pure of heart. And obviously that is going to be Jack. Yeah. Because who else would it be? Right. Um, it's not going to be dear old Gump. No. After they named Jack champion. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, we need to get you some weapons. What do I know of weapons? Well, hey, we got a bunch over here. They gave him a wardrobe. It looked like a like a, a shiny 60s mod It looked like a Tina Turner dress. sequin dress. Yes. But whenever Una, which mm-hmm. is the little Tinkerbell. light fairy, yeah, a little yeah. Tinkerbell creature, showed him where to go while she was showing him the business, boom! She can transform into being like a an actual creature. Yeah. And not just being a little ball of light. Look which at her. which nobody else knows. It's a secret between yep. her and Jack. So Jack's over here getting weapons and they've left Brown Tom with the remaining female unicorn, Lady Corn, uh, to guard her. So the goblins are still wandering around. They're trying to guess they get their way back to darkness mm-hmm. at this point. They've left Nell's house. Just waving this unicorn horn around like a wand. And Lily's following them now. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I'm like, yeah. how did we, how did we get to here? But yeah, then she decides to just follow them. Yeah. So they're just in this little place and I guess darkness comes to them kind of shrouded. You don't really see him yet. Yeah. But you you hear you hear Tim Curry's voice. It had to have been like Tim Curry's off day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll get into some trivia about that. Oh, actually. okay. Yeah. They're saying, oh, we were bringing this to you, but Buckethead decides he's going to take the unicorn, the alicorn. Mm. The, it's so much easier than unicorn. Unicorn, and unicorn, unicorn horn. horn. Yeah. Um, take the alicorn. Takes the alicorn for himself and decides he's going to rule now and take over the Lord of Darkness and <laughs> banish thee. And all of a sudden, there's this mummy. Laying on the ground. Uh-huh. And the Lord of Darkness brings him to life and has bucket throws Buckethead in, like, a ravine or, or in a hole or something. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're just out here randomly resurrecting random mummies? I mean, you might as, as well. Thing. He's the Lord of Darkness. He <laughs> is darkness. Of course he's gonna be able to just, like, rectify rum- rummies. Mummies out of nowhere. <laughs> I, it just seemed super random to me it's um, fantasy leah wow okay 
And Lily's, she finds um, Brown Tom with Lady Corn. And the unicorn's like, hey, there's that bitch. Yeah. She's like bucking and stuff. Like, yeah. nuh-uh. Not today. And then the goblins had apparently followed Lily or found the ma- the Lady Corn. Mm-hmm. And um, Brown Tom is fending off arrows from the goblins, from Blix and her, I guess just uh, pig face guy. He yeah. has a name. I just never looked it up. <laughs> um, with just like a small cooking pan. And he is like... He's getting it, though. Super accurate with it. Yeah. Nothing gets past him until all of a sudden they shoot him in the top of the hat. And I was like, no way. Is his head like that pointy <laughs> that that really killed him? Because he went down. Yeah. And like he looked, he looked like he had been killed. Lily's run off with the lady corn. corn. Yeah. And then Jack and Gump and Screwball, the fairy folk, as I've been referring to them, come back to Brown Tom and say, oh no, Brown Tom, you can't be dead. Well, he's not. Yeah. Even though there's, like, blood and stuff. He had something in the tip of his hat that they shot, and I guess it I don't think it him. was blood. It was the wine. Oh, it was wine. All of their wine looked a lot like blood. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> Brown Tom mentions a, a, a lady or a, a she or something, and Jack goes, Oh, Lily! She's alive! And I love, Brown Tom says, She was alive still when they killed me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And they just walk around with, like, flares, uh-huh. lighting their way through the forest. I was like, how many flares? Fucking flares do you have? Yeah. So, they come up to, like, this, like, swamp thing with this tree. And my favorite part is Screwball says, oh, it's ugly. I hate it. And Gump says, good, you go first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Always keep your mouth closed. Uh-huh. Screwball is walking through, falls in the water. And they go, Jack, the champion Jack. Champion. Goes into, oh no, it's Screwball. Mm-hmm. Get him out of the water. And all of a sudden, there's like this water goblin, swamp goblin, who looks like old Greg and an orc mixed together. Yeah. And super slimy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She has obviously never drank Bailey's from a shoe because she had no chill. <laughs> or apparently her name is Meg Mucklebones, even though I'm pretty sure that's never stated in the movie. Water Goblin Meg Mucklebones, old Greg, wants to eat Jack, and then Jack cuts her head off. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. It's about all of that scene. It's kind of fun. It's a fun little interlude. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's She's a fun little creepy. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kill a creepy creature, you know, really stand the fact that he is the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. The champion. He's gonna save Screwball and he's the one that can cut the head off of old Greg Water Goblins. Mm-hmm. And my note here was, where are Jack's pants? <clears throat> but, here's another thought I had. You know how female heroes and female super people and even like Tomb Raider and shit yeah. are all wearing skimpy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even even Tomb Raider, which her... her um, tank top is fairly conservative, but she's got short shorts, especially classic Tomb Raider. Yeah. Shorts and a tank top. And they're always fighting in bikinis and stuff. And I was like, okay, I see what we've done here. We put our main male champion in skimpy clothes with like a loincloth under a Tina Turner dress. <laughs> I see. We are trying to like switch up the gender role type things. Gender norms. Yeah. In superhero champion guys. And like, I'm here for it, but I really wish he had pants on. I think every superhero Well, I mean, until they, until they say shit like, she's just a female lord, she has no power. In reference to the, uh... Lady Corn. 
fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everything I just said was a moot point, and they should have just had, like, some random leather pants for Tom Cruise to wear through this whole movie. He's able to be quite agile with no bridges on. He is, but, like... And he does a lot of squatting. I'm someone who, like, falls a lot and gets injured a lot, so coverage is something I think is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, especially if you had a, a a little elf biting on your knee. Oh, that's right. That does happen at some point, too. Yeah. Um... If he was only wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they're involved in some kind of Temple of Doom shit. I don't know how they got there. Sorry, we literally just watched this movie. But um, I said Jack's armor is very conspicuous because it's quite shiny. Yeah, he's not hiding from anybody in this. Even though we are in darkness's realm, any bit of light in there manages to reflect off of Jack. And you can just yeah. see him coming a mile away. Flames and shit. Yeah. And he doesn't hold a chance of yes. being... Sneaky. And then they fall through a trap, and every trap that anyone falls through has a slide on the inside of it, and you slide to a flight, which looks kind of fun. Which is legit! Looks pretty fun, and then you end up in a place that looks like like actual hell. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we find Buckethead! And it turns out Buckethead is not a goblin, he's one of the fairy folk. Yeah. Yeah. So, and somewhere in the background, it looks kind of like the same scene that we opened on. So I'm like, wait, are they still chopping at that dude? <laughs> that same dude just keep getting like chopped over and yeah. over. Yeah. So, uh, but sorry. something that I never realized before watching this movie was exactly how much fairies hiss. Oh, they, they seem, they seem to hiss quite a lot. But Gump is very, he's very hissy. Very hissy. <laughs> yeah. Just all the time. <laughs> Everything. He senses any kind of threat. Yeah, it's... Yeah, he hissed a lot at Buckethead. And Buckethead's like, no, man, I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm like, but why were you with the goblins, mm-hmm. friend? Is that why... Maybe that's why he was trying to take over darkness and overthrow him. Ooh. Conspiracy theory. I don't know. <sighs> so he tells him, like, be quiet. Don't draw attention to us. They're going to come and try to get us and do evil things to us and torture us. And all of a sudden, like, this bald leather face dude comes in after Buckethead, and I swear he said something about a hobbit. Maybe he could have said something about a goblin, but it sounded like he said a hobbit. And the um, whole time in my head, I'm just like, little hobbitses. <laughs> <laughs> so the bald version of Leatherface takes Buckethead off who knows where, screaming mm-hmm. the whole time. So Jack and the fairy folk are trying to figure out how to get out of here. They gotta go, you know, save Lily and the lady corn. They're like, how? How can we do it? Jack's like, well, I bet Una could help. She go, why doesn't Una just go get the key? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? She's too small. Yeah, little Gump's like, she's too small. She can't carry that. And here come Una. <laughs> Big again. She's like, it was our... Whoa, let me not do that. It was our secret. Yeah. You evil man. And he's like, bitch, bigger picture. <laughs> So, Una says she's going to do it, but she wants a kiss first. And Jack's like, okay, you know, what's a kiss? And these little pervert fairy folk are just like, ooh. Yeah, they're all just like wide-eyed and just like like, watching super close. And he gives Una a little peck and she's like, what kind of kiss is that? And then she gets crazy eyes. Mm. And then she pulls like a, whenever Nancy turns into Sarah from The Craft. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she uses the glamour spell. Yeah. She, like, spells him to think yeah, into so, thinking like, that she's Lily. Yeah. Una He's like, glamours Ooh. herself. Yeah, man, I want to make out with Lily. We were doing that in the beginning of the movie. Let's do it now. But at the same time, how are you that easily fooled? Because he's desperate and love struck. Because it's a spell? 
can't help it. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fairy folk are just sitting there watching. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, saying a word. Like, Una, quit it. Because quit he's doing says, that. You goofy he's like, kid. Lily, are you still alive? She's like, uh-huh. Yep, sure am. And the fairy folk are so we're like, let's just see how this plays out. <laughs> let's just see where it goes. Yeah. You know. So he like snaps out of it. He's like, no way, Una, you bitch. But not saying that. And now she's mad. And it seemed like she wasn't going to help him. And then everybody gets mad at Jack for his humanness. How dare your sensibilities get in the way of our rescue? That's not the voice. But then here come Una coming through with a key. Yup. Good on you, Una. And then I made a note that this is a very noisy movie. Yes. There's just so much like background, background noise that yeah. sometimes you can't even hear dialogue. Or at yeah, least maybe w- it's my TV. No, it's and not. the mix or something. But It's not. No? Okay. No, like that was one of my critiques for this movie was the fact, was the audio. <laughs> just overall the audio. Yeah. Like there are times when even it's quiet, you cannot understand what people are saying because they're trying to whisper like this. But they're trying to whisper and make it into a loud whisper at the same time. <laughs> And they're all doing voices like Gump. And it makes it even harder to understand sometimes. Yeah, like it hurt. Yeah, that's why I had to cough. <laughs> they're just trying. It feels like they're trying to portray themselves as one way and it ends up being a little bit too much. So it makes the audio a little mucky. Yeah. It's it's not great at yeah. times. Like even in the beginning, the, the forest that they're in is so noisy. Yeah. And it's like there's not that much in that forest to be making that much noise. Mm. But I think I... In my effort to make my note-taking easier, I started, like, veering into, like, Harry Potter territory because I'm like, the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord wants Lily. He's talking to his father in the fire? Is that what... Is I that, Did I understand that correctly? Maybe. It seemed like it. Father... Father of darkness. <laughs> and he's like, charm her, woo her, hypnotize her, bring her to you, and then she comes running through the giant chess set. Mm. And at one point, Una's, like, chasing her. Yeah, they're, like, kind of running neck and neck, except for, like, five pillars between them. Yeah. And then she runs into a room, like, that's his main lair. She doesn't know it yet. Yeah, door slam shut behind her. And Una's, like, peeking at her through the door. And I'm like, Una, you ain't got some magic powers. Make yourself tiny and get in there and help her. Right. But no. Why didn't she do that? Because she wants her man. She wants Jack. Yeah. Even though that's just kind of forgotten at some (laughs) point. So Jack and the fairy folk are trying to make their way. I, I think they've split up at this point. Before we get there. Yes, yes, yes. Going back to Lily being wooed and charmed. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed because they woo and charm her with pretty, such trivial, mm-hmm. small things. Jewelry. Yeah. Makes, it upsets me. Mm-hmm. Kind of With a stereotypical. What they think. Yeah. What. Women can be wooed by. Yeah. It's pitiful. Yeah. It's not great. And I made a note. Is Lily selfish? Touching unicorns and taking this jewelry, but I don't think it's a, I think it's a, a, a fault in the writing of her character, truly. And then all of a sudden there's somebody dancing with no face. Mm-hmm. Like has a, like a glitter, a glittery body stocking over their face or something. I mean, at least that's supposed to be glittery. Yeah. That makes sense, glittery. Yeah. Not like this random face glitter. These people had to be, unless this glitter was put in later somehow, like I think the Twilight Vampire glitter stuff mm-hmm. was. I can't imagine they put all that glitter on what's his face i mean but it looks it looks legit robert pattinson yeah in twilight it looks legit no 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 no. that's what i'm saying in this movie it looks real and they had to have like been 
breathing in so there's just times where there's glitter raining from the sky yeah just puffed in the air i'm just i cannot imagine how much glitter tom cruise and tim curry and ferris bueller's girlfriend mia sarah that's her name yes yeah (laughs) um after this movie but no faces dancing and I guess that's part of woo her, seduce mm. her. And she start dancing, starts dancing with no face until all of a sudden she becomes no face. Yes. But she has her face. But she like takes no face's outfit and she's in. She transforms. She goes full goth. Yeah. Which. Full goth. Black lipstick, everything. Which. This right here really did things to me as a child. Oh, okay. It really did. Like that whole outfit, her whole look. Yeah. I thought it was the epitome of beauty yes. as a child. It was it was very it was stunning. Yeah. It was and alluring. like and I really think that this is what kind of set me up for my my grungy days <laughs> as a high schooler. Yeah. Like it broke that barrier for me like damn, she's pretty. Yeah. And just really appreciating the whole aesthetic. And then okay, so she's become she's in her Lord of Darkness bride. Yes, get up. Where? She doesn't know that, though, but she's just in her goth outfit. Mm-hmm. So she's in her goth outfit, and here come the Lord of Darkness from, like, a mirror? Does he step out of a mirror there? Yeah. See, I, I really suffered for my note-taking. I missed things like that. And he comes, like, who first? That's what I saw. <laughs> well, I think, I think something first? else came out first, but then here come a hoof. <laughs> and why is it... Okay, Sorry. I think maybe his hand with his big Cardi B nails. Yeah. And maybe a horn. And then a hoof. And the hoof was covered in glitter. And I'm like, why? Everything is so sparkly. So much glitter. Yeah. It bothers me. And Tim Curry is like top notch evil laughter. Yeah. Like tops. Yeah. He's definitely got that. He's got that evil laugh down. And, uh. She calls him, you're an animal. And I'm like, well, kind of half. He's got the goat <laughs> He's got legs the goat legs and, and the horns horns and, bull horns. Yeah. And he says, we are all animals, my lady. Hmm. Tim Curry, man. Love it. I wondered if, because they, they talked about the last unicorn. Yeah. I wondered if that was ever like a working title for it. Um, but I don't, I don't think so. Not I don't really think that it would be just because probably about the same time there was actually the movie The Last Unicorn, the animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't get that. Lord of Darkness. They just call him Darkness. Yeah, he's just Darkness. So Darkness. You didn't tell me that. I've been saying Lord of Darkness and Dark Lord and I called him Devil in here at some point too. (laughs) My Judeo-Christian upbringing says that horns, cloven hoof, and uh, uh, red body. Red, like bright red candy apple red body means devil. Darkness. He says, I require the solace of the shadows and the dark of the night. Sunshine is my destroyer. So, sunshine is his kryptonite. Yep. Good to know. I think Jack and Gump hear that. Yeah. Because Jack and... Okay, well. Because at this point, Jack and Gump and all of them, they're like looking through the little sliver. Well, Jack and Gump are. They've split up. Back. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it's just Jack and Gump at this time. And they're I like looking... I don't know looking, why they split up. They're looking through the little crack in the door. Yeah. And Jack's like, Lily! <laughs> and... Gump's like, know. she's alive. At least be enough. That's enough for now. Yeah, judge her with your heart, not your eyes. Because she looks like she's gone. Yeah, full, full darkness. Full uh, darkness bride. Dark yeah. bride. So, Meanwhile, Screwball and Brown Tom are just running amok. 
they reunite with Screwball and Brown Tom, and Screwball ends up biting Jack's knee. <laughs> it's just, I Screwball is so relatable. He's yeah. my favorite character. That's why it's Screwball. Yeah. So, for sure. Uh, wow, did you just call me a Screwball? No. It's <laughs> 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 like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Somehow they're down, like, in the dungeon where they, where they were chopping at the guy. Yeah. The first. It looks also like a kitchen. Because they find Buckethead, and he is in a pot... With an apple in his mouth and veggies around All him. surrounding him, yes. Yeah. And I made a note of Pyramid Head, like, uh, sleeping in front of the, in the fireplace, because he's so sweaty. He's like, I can't sleep like that. So, no. kudos to him. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> they found Buckethead. Jack has an idea to bring the sunshine down to destroy darkness. Yes, and they were in the kitchen area. They were in the area. kitchen getting the big serving, serving dishes that look too big for anybody, including darkness. Yeah, including the giant characters that they have in the underworld. They looked too big. They did not look proportional. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> they're down in the dungeon because they're getting these, like, uh, like aluminum, tin, some kind of shiny metal plates uh-huh. to reflect sunshine a series of these plates to reflect sunshine at darkness and destroy him because he told them that will work basically yes, yes. so that's why they're in this little i called it kitchen a dungeon it. i guess it's a kitchen, <laughs> kitchen area and uh they find buckethead who was in a, a a pot getting killed and then all of a sudden <laughs> they accidentally make a bunch of noise and i say in a pot getting killed <laughs> He's in a pot. Does it look like they were going to try to eat him as a stew? <laughs> He's in a pot getting killed. He's in a pot getting killed. Eventually. It's a slow death. They just left an apple in his mouth and left him in a puddle of water with a puddle of water. A pot of water with some like Swiss chard in the bottom and said, here, sit in it till you die. Just getting killed. Yeah. So Screwball, of course, um, drops Volunteers. the paints paints god no uh brown tom throws a plate to him and like he falls over and knocks a bunch of stuff over and wakes up leatherface and pyramid head yeah and thus the great battle begins the battle happens which i thought there was like some serious like first adam's family kind of blood spray but i think it was just wine yeah and just all the wine looks like fake blood i don't know dude because i mean if you think about it where they are i wouldn't put it past them to barrel up some blood you're right so, and Whatever the way it is, it's, it's sprayed everywhere. Yeah, and the way in which it stuck and clung. Yeah. I'm calling it blood. All right. So they're in a battle here. Jack's up there, been getting the plates off the shelf, and he does some fancy flipping down onto the floor and yeah. defeats everybody. There was like some quick one-two punches and yeah. stuff like that in which Jack defeats, what do you call him, Triangle Head and Sweaty Man? Leather Leatherface face and Pyramid Head. There you go. <laughs> So then they're defeated laying in the aftermath of the battle and they walk into this giant ass chimney and see ah, sunlight from above where they can get their source of light Mm -hmm. to make a series of these metal plates to reflect onto darkness and destroy him. Because it it foreshadows, but it goes back to a time whenever Lily had a shiny necklace that trinked. The, the trinklet shone off of Jack's <laughs> face, which gave him the idea. That is what gave him the idea. I want to read this note I took. Found sunlight in the chimney from where they cooked people soup. <laughs> <laughs> because they turned over like these big cauldrons and pots and there were skeletons floating in liquid. It's people soup. Yeah, it's people soup. <laughs> Gross. 
And then I made a note of Lily's plunging neckline. Because we've gone back to Lily and Tim Curry now. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Darkness. Um, and I just, at this point, noticed that it, she's got a deep V in this dress she's it, got going on. It's a deep V. Yeah, it's like right above the belly button. Because mm-hmm. you don't actually see her belly button. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I made another note that Tim Curry Devil Seduction Game is solid. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was like, Lily, I mean, go for it. Like, what's... <laughs> what's holding you back, girl? I mean, we're looking at Big Devil Tim Curry versus, like, very early 1985 Tom, Tom Cruise. Mediocre Tom Cruise. And I'm just like... Mm. I don't know. I said, he just wants to be... He just wants to love and be loved. Mm. That's what he was talking about. He was talking about love and shit. Yeah. And she's just like, no, you're bad i was like um this is better than tom cruise ever talked to you my girl right and this is whenever he says dreams of the youth are the regrets of maturity hmm deep shit he also offered her a rose bachelor style yeah and so like she tries to prove herself to well not prove herself but she pretends to try to prove herself to darkness yeah he just wants to talk to her and then I guess she decides, okay, I'll work this in my favor and I'll play him. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of perfect for him because she's kind of a jerk. I mean, just several times I was like, you're just a jerk. Maybe that's just an unpopular opinion. I'm full of those. But this is whenever she tries to like pretend to be on his side. Because he wants them to slice the neck of the last unicorn. Which, why aren't they just cutting its horn off? It's alicorn. In order to prove herself to darkness, she says that she wants to do it herself. His, I wrote, I I keep saying I wrote and I keep talking about my notes, but his delighted, breathless moment, it was just. Uh Uh-huh. It was, it was very, it was perfect. It was a perfect moment for me because it's like, I've had that moment when you're like, oh my God. Yeah, but like, it was almost a little too much for me. I loved it. Because it felt like he just relieved himself. Yeah. I loved it. Because like, it's, I don't know, unpopular opinion. I love that moment. (laughs) And then he just kind (laughs) of, it was so good. I thought it was so good. Okay, so um, Jack and the fairy folks, Screwball, Gump, and Brown Tom, they're setting up their series of these uh, metal disc plate things things to um, bring the sunshine to darkness. And as they're setting it up for like the final showdown, they're in this big room with this big, it looks like a big uh, fiery magma pit. Darkness is going to sacrifice the last unicorn, Mm. but, and then the world will be plunged into darkness and he will reign and there will be no goodness and light and all this. He, you know, he monologues for a little bit and he says here, you know, she's got my bride. My true mate is going to, um, do the honors and, and, uh, kill this lady corn. Do it. Hit it, honey bunch. Jack and Gump are looking from above Gump is telling Jack to shoot her! Shoot her! She's gonna doom us all! Kill her, Jack! You're the champion! And and Jack's just like, Lily, I trust you. And she cuts the chain instead of the unicorn. And then they shoot the darkness. Or shoot darkness, because there's no duh. So she frees the unicorn, off it runs, and Gump and Jack shoot the devil, and, um... Which doesn't really stop him at all. No, not 
really. Jack goes after, I'm not, he's not the devil. Darkness. Uh, Jack goes after Darkness and all of a sudden he's got a big ass sword. Jack, not Jack. Darkness. Darkness. So while this is going on, Una and Brown Tom and Screwball are supposed to be, set, and, and uh, Buckethead. Who uh-huh. doesn't have a bucket anymore? He's just a little, He's just just a little dude. Yeah. <laughs> just another one of the little guys. So they're trying, they are supposed to be setting up the, Una's like flying up to Screwball at the top of the chimney. Be like, hey, get it going. Get it started. Screwball has climbed up to the top of the chimney and fallen asleep. Yeah. Screwball fell asleep at the it, climax. It took a lot out of him, man. <sighs> but he was like an impossible to wake up. And I was like, you are integral uh-huh. to this plan working, sir. <laughs> Why? Well, I have you done this thing. Right. So Una's up there trying to wake him up and he's, and Jack's down here getting his ass beat and help, he has his sword all of a sudden, which I, was he carrying it the whole time? And I didn't, I missed his like scabbard. Anyway, Jack has know. a sword. They're sword fighting. And then the unicorn, the alicorn falls into this little divot bowl thing. And I'm like, oh shit, that just fell into lava. Yeah. Into the magma because it's got like fire shots like yeah spitting out and everything. Yeah. Then Jack sticks his hand in here and pulls out the alicorn. I said, okay, either that's not lava magma or because he's the champion, he is immune to lava magma. Oh, you know, I never even thought about that as being a possibility. I don't know. Then he takes the alicorn and stabs darkness with it. Yeah. And it seems like that makes all of the light surge in and not them actually getting Una actually I think it was, the light. I think it was just timed perfectly. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So, but he's trying to hold on. He's been defeated, but he's scraping his nails like on a chalkboard on the wall. Very unpleasant sounding. Yes. The nails and the, al- he still has the alicorn. Yeah. Somehow he ends up falling backwards into space. Yeah. Into the night sky and explodes. Into five separate pieces. Yeah. The alicorn stays behind. Yeah. Lily's like out cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I don't even remember how that happened. No, I think it was just whenever the darkness disappeared or whenever darkness disappeared, any power that he had over her kind of just, yeah, just she was still fell. in full darkness bride yeah. gear. So that makes sense. Gump... And the fairy folk get the alicorn back. So that they see the sunrise because the darkness has been defeated. Even though he was talking the whole time like, my dudes, you need balance <laughs> right. in the universe. You need me. Yeah. Like, even as he's like on his way out. Yeah. You need me. What is light without the dark? Like, I'm, I'm, at the same time, you're like, dude, you just try to get rid of all the light. <laughs> so I see why we should, yeah. you know, get rid of you. Like, I see your point, my dude, but bye. Invalid. <laughs> Please, go explode in space. Thank you. Yeah. So, Jack goes back and dives off that ledge we saw earlier mm-hmm. into the body of water into which Lily threw her challenge ring. He retrieves the ring and goes and, like, kisses Lily awake. Yeah, he, like, places it upon her finger. Yes, he does. And then smooches her into being... It's like a Sleeping Beauty kind of moment. Yeah. And Gump... Um, reattaches the alicorn onto the dudicorn and, like, resurrects him. Yeah. And the sun comes up, and all is well. There's more snogging. There's unicorns frolicking together. And I just, I, I wrote down here, I said, hope we've all learned our lesson today. You know what kind of upset me, though? What? Is that there was no follow-up with Nell. No, there was not. 
Yeah, there was no follow-up with Nell and her family. Did they come out of their frozen stasis? And I wrote, I said, I hope we've all learned our lesson today. Right. Don't touch a unicorn. Don't be selfish. Don't mess with the fabric of the universe. Yeah, just let it ride. Yeah, don't try to blot out the light and then be like, but wait, balance. (laughs) Essentially, though, don't touch a unicorn. Just basically, yeah. If you see a unicorn, let it be. Just let it be. Like things, sometimes, sometimes you just need to let. Sometimes. Sometimes you just need to let things be. (laughs) Don't upset the order of the universe for love. Even if Gump was okay with it in the end. Don't do it. At the very tail end of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. You see darkness moving yeah. again. Like, so I, is he back? Like, I know. Were we setting up for a sequel that didn't happen? He exploded into five separate pieces. But he was there laughing. I don't know. I don't know. As another sunrise happened. And then there was a lot of waving. I enjoyed that. <laughs> there was waving. a lot of waving. First, at the okay, the, the fairy folk and the unicorns, were they weren't waving. But the fairy folk were waving at Jack and Lily in their little happily ever after moment. And they were waving back, and then the fairy folk were waving again, and it felt like they were waving at us. And I had to wave back at them. <laughs> it would have been rude not to, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. So, that was Legend. And uh, this was my first time ever seeing it. Yeah, this is probably, uh, probably my, like, 15th. Yeah. It was, I knew, uh, I didn't know it was one of your favorites. I knew it was another one of our friend's, like, all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, when I mentioned it to you, you said, oh shit and yeah. i thought that was bad and you're like no that's my jam <laughs> yeah no this is a movie that my nanny grandmother mm-hmm. uh she introduced me to it as a child so this is one that's always been pretty close to me yeah yeah and then whenever i discovered that our mutual friend enjoyed it as well i was like oh shit you know and just like <laughs> that was one other thing that bonded us but yeah yeah so. this movie has a lot of nostalgia for me yeah oh fun trivia we were talking about the uh, shrouded darkness in one scene with the the goblins. What happened to Blix? Did they get killed at some point? Probably got killed in the end battle. Blix and uh, pig face guy? Probably. Okay. They might still be out there somewhere Mm. with their wet little goblin faces. (laughs) So he's shrouded. It mentioned it took five and a half hours every day for Tim Curry's makeup. And it was like full body makeup. Yeah. And to get the piece his head pieces off he would have to soak the back of his neck and everything for over an hour with like even added things and he got impatient once and pulled it off and had really bad i don't know if it was like burns or just from where he pulled it and took skin off had yeah and when ridley scott the director found out about this he just like kind of shot around tim curry's character for a while Uh uh-huh to help with that. Widely rumored to have been a source of inspiration for the game series Legend of Zelda. It's fun. Okay. Five and a half hours. To I mean, I can see it because, you know, the little fairy thing hanging around. Yeah. It says Ridley Scott drew most of his inspiration from this movie from Beauty and the Beast from 1946, as well as such Disney animated classics as Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Fantasia, and Bambi. And I can really see Fantasia influence in darkness yeah because night on ball mountain that devil guy who was one of the biggest reasons i didn't like watching the original fantasia movie very much uh resembles darkness Mm -hmm. so i see that big time uh the face of goblin blix 
was designed after that of Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. Oh, yikes. Um, the actress thought up the idea, which was supported by director Ridley Scott. He then had special makeup effects artists implement the concept. Uh, Ridley Scott admits that comments made by some pot-smoking attendees at a screening got him second-guessing himself and influenced him to cut this movie from two hours and 30 minutes to one hour and 38 minutes. Thank you, pot-smoking attendees. <laughs> like, I liked it, but two and a half hours would have been a lot. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of movie for any movie. Yes, truly. Jack's armor was made from flattened bottle caps. Ridley Scott was inspired to cast Tim Curry after seeing Rocky Horror Picture Show. I didn't know that this was after Rocky. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> this goes to what we said about this being a movie, a noisy movie. For scenes filmed in the forest, every line was dubbed in post-production as the noise on the set was so loud. I mean, I can definitely see that because it, yeah, just, yeah. 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 <laughs> Watch the movie. You'll see Got what I mean. It. Yeah. Yep. Okay. IMDb, it has a six- Six and a half star rating. What's yours? Lots of nostalgia with this movie. I've clearly seen it a lot of times. Audio is not that great. The story, while I do enjoy it, it it could be better. Yeah. Um. For those reasons alone, I'm gonna say that my score for this one is like a seven point two. Um, I do not have nostalgia with this movie, but I could see how if it was shown to you as a child, it'd be one. It feels like the way I'm nostalgic, kind of like for Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. I really am not a fan of Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I cannot tell you another Tom Cruise movie that I've seen. But I really like Tim Curry. Yeah. So, it the, the story does kind of wander. Uh-huh. Because there was a lot that I didn't keep up with there. Um, I really like any kind of movie that involves, like, fairy folk and elves and forest lore and yeah, shit. Yeah, just, like, fantasy type. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I, I like kind of, like, ooky spooky stuff, so when there's the Lord of Darkness uh-huh. and darkness there, I'm into that. And the audio is, it's, it's, it suffers at times. Yeah. But I'd give it, I'd give it a seven. Seven? I don't know if I'd watch it a lot. But I'd watch it again. Well, that made my job really easy. With our scores combined, we give this movie the rating of 7.1. 7.1 stars. This was fun. We're, um, we've been working off of a list compiled from a post of Tiffany's on Facebook asking people what their favorite, like, movies they felt were underrated. Yeah. And we've been working off that list. So, but we'd, we'd really love to hear from you and hear what movies you'd like to hear us talk about. Yes. Do not be bashful. Please send us an email. <laughs> talk to us. We want to hear from you. <laughs> tell us, tell us your movie ideas. I know you're listening. Just holla back, girl. We, we want to hear from you. So you just send us an email at theobservationbubble at gmail.com. Let us know if there's a movie that you love and think more people should love or a movie you haven't even seen and you want us to watch it before you do. (laughs) Um, Use us as your guinea pigs, I guess, and we'll do that too. Um, We just really love to hear from you. Yeah, one of those, we'll watch the movie so you don't have to in case it sucks. (laughs) And we will walk you all the way through it and tell you all the things that suck about it or are awesome about it. Yeah. 
just just want to hear from you. Tiffany, any parting thoughts or shots? Keep your hands to yourselves to keep innocence alive. <laughs> I don't think we even talked about what that actually was, but it's <laughs> it's in there. As for me, um, I think Lily should have just, you know, gone with darkness. I'm, I have this thing about not liking the good guys and enjoying the bad guys more. And probably in real life, I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> thanks so much for listening, you guys. And we'll see you again next time here in the Observation Bubble. Bye. Bye.